This podcast is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. When students struggle at school, finding a tutor can make a real difference. But tutors are expensive and most families can't afford one. What if that changed? What if tutoring was affordable? What if it was free? What if it was available 24-7 in multiple languages? Now it is. With Paper, schools can offer every single student free 24-7 access to tutoring. Visit paper.co to find out if your child has access to paper today. Black mess, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mess, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sowed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's the covenant Peace. Welcome back to another episode of the Urban X Podcast. <clears throat> my fault. My fault. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. here. We're back in the building with you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed your weekends. Indeed. We're here on this Monday to bring it to you. Absolutely. We're here to bring it to you the way we do what we do. Facts, facts. Now, I got a bone to pick with you immediately out the gate. Out the gate, I just got to start this because I noticed... Every time I pass you the imaginary weed, you never puff it. You take the weed from me and you put it out. <laughs> now, you know this is not real weed. This is just imaginary weed. And this is also a don't, family show. Don't be a goofy. Don't be a goofy. It's just, it's not real. You fucking up the skits here and shit. I'm handing it to you and you... Don't be such a detective. Yeah, he shit. passed it to me. It was all wet, and I can't. Yeah, but I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I can't do nothing with so that. So when I pass you the imaginary weed in the future, I can't, I can't do that. It's puff, puff, pass. My fault. It's puff, puff, pass. My fault. Puff, puff, pass. Anyway, how are you? I'm good, man. Tell me all about your weekend. I know you was at the uh, uh, yeah, getaway. I was, I was in Pocono. The Iron Shopping's Iron uh, Fest. Mm. So yeah, to man. Speak. It was really dope. I got everything I needed um, from the weekend. Uh, caught up with my boys last, had some great conversations, debates, um, reminisced, and we got, uh, we went skiing. 
which was dope. Okay, that's nice. First time I ever did that. That's a that's an experience. Like that was that's a full body workout, too. dude. Yeah, dude. And, and it seems like it takes all the coolness out of you. So you can't be cool and try to. No, I saw some real cool people. Like they looked. Well, they probably was professional. Real yeah. swaggy. Like they was out there just. Yeah, like not Malcolm. Not okay. me. Not me and my friends. We was. <laughs> right. Falling. Right. It was. It was fun though. It was mad fun. Do you know how to roller skate? I do. I like you know like in the club. Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, skate fever type shit. You yeah, know well, I'm Avery's actually really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, all right. Well. Skates backwards. Like, she's actually nice. Well, I challenge Avery. Now, let me not do that. I'm saying, like, she's actually, she's actually nice. Because what happened was, I remember Odyssey went with her friends. Yeah. We gave her a skating party, mm-hmm. and and she was like, Dad, don't embarrass me. Yeah. Don't don't get on yeah. these. And when I got on them skates, yeah. Yeah. all her friends was like, yo, your mm-hmm. dad could get it in. You know, I, was, you mm-hmm. know, I wasn't as... As fluent as I used to be, yeah. but I still had a, a move in there or two. So yeah. I'm not gonna challenge Avery if she's yeah, she's nice. sk- skating backwards and doing all that trick stuff. Yeah, um and another thing about skiing, that's one of those things where like you don't realize how much you don't realize you don't have access to it when you don't when have you don't, when you don't do yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I saw like little kids out there going crowds like wow, this is wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um yes yeah, so we did that and then Sunday, like all day Sunday, like Seven, eight, nine hours. We were just, just in it on our laptops. Had our laptops on the screens, like really just going through everybody's individual businesses, like being completely honest with each other. It was fire. That's dope. It was fire. I got everything I needed from that weekend. So um, and shout out uh, all the fellas. Yeah, um, Clinton, Josh, Trav, Dre. Appreciate everybody. And what's dope about my group? Like everybody has a specific. Uh, specialty in something, right? Mm-hmm. So when that person talks about that, everybody's just listening. All, all ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. fire. It was fire. So that's dope. Shout, shout out to the good fellas. Shout out to my boys. Shout out to the good fellas. Indeed, you know indeed. How was your weekend? Uh, me and Eli, <clears throat> Eli watch football. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know how that goes. Yeah. No game Saturday, but Sunday we sat back in, and Freddie came through, nice. and we, we 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 got it in. And, uh, you know, other than that, man, just taking it easy. Nice, nice. Not a lot of action going on this weekend. Um, Not really. A few things. A few things, a few but things, yeah. A few things, but not a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You want to get a roll call in there? What we got in there? I see VA. Well, who else I see? I see the 304, DMV. Yes, DMV in the, in the building. What else I see, man? We appreciate you. Who else? Who else? Detroit. Oh, the D is in the building. I'm saying... <laughs> yeah, everybody's funny. Yeah, man. Oh, shout out Ant C. Thank you for the donation. Ant C, we thank you for that. Memphis, Tennessee, donation. Atlanta. Thank you guys, man. Uh, Queens, of course. Can you say the word fraud? The inauguration was pre-recorded. Yeah, I saw some really goofy stuff. What? Like Obama talking, and then he wasn't there. And then he wasn't there, and then I he saw, came back. I saw that too. So, because remember the the Breakfast Club interview when. You told me that he wasn't there with them. Right, that's some new technology. Bug me out. Yeah, they look like they sit next to each other, but Obama was not actually there. Yeah. So that's the new um thing going on. So I don't know how true the whole inauguration being a fraud, but very possible. Listen, the truth, if, if nobody was allowed to go, how would you know? The truth is stranger than fiction. What you think you see, you're yeah. really not seeing. Yeah. It's a lot going on in this country, man. And I'm always going to stick by that. You really, you think you want to know the truth? Yeah. And then you go, really? How is that even possible? Right, yeah. This yeah. is how these things are possible because there's a big uh, fraud going on mm-hmm. in this country from the top 
to the bottom. You are in the midst of the most fraudulent times that I can ever remember. Yeah, this is this is getting out of hand now. This is getting way out of hand. Also, uh, how was Friday? Friday was good. Me and Griff sat down and we put together a dope uh, PowerPoint presentation. For me, it was the first time having to do a, a PowerPoint presentation sitting down. Gotcha. You know, usually, I don't know if you've ever been to any of my lectures in the past. I'm very animated. I'm very... Uh, you know what I'm saying? I like to get at it. I like to look people in the eye. Mm -hmm. I like to engage the people. I like to do my stand-up, all that live. And I had to kind of just sit down. And it was harder doing this, sitting in a chair, oh. flipping uh, you know, through PowerPoint presentation. But I thought we uh, delivered what needed to be delivered okay. so that we can kind of refocus and reset for what's going on here in 2021. Nice. And uh, on, on another side note, tomorrow is the the one year anniversary. Yes, since Kobe made the transition. Yes, it is. And um, this was really the start of it all. Yeah, like looking back, looking you... back in retrospect, in terms of what really dropped the immune system of the planet of the people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying how one person can shift uh, uh, the immune system of the planet. So tomorrow is that day. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is that day where, you know, uh, so we wanted to spend some time uh, just reflecting on Kobe. And today is show 162, which is 81 twice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Wow. I remember we did. We did. Yeah. We did his show on the 81st 81 show. show. Yeah. Yeah. To commemorate the 81 points. And here we are. This is show yeah. 162. Uh, carry the two on the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which is crazy, yo. The um, since Kobe passed, like nothing has really shocked me about anything. Mm -hmm. It's still, it's still, it's actually hard to believe he actually died. Like he died, you know what I mean? Like you said it the other day. I'm like, well, like Kobe really died. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, a man of his magnitude. Uh, again, you know, we know who he was in totality. Yeah, we know about his ups. His downs, his mistakes, his his triumphs, his love for his uh, his daughter, his passion, mm -hmm. um, and uh, to see somebody of that magnitude is no longer here with us. The way he died, like and the said. way he died, yeah. uh, was really, really traumatic. It was really traumatic mm -hmm. and really haunting, and um, and that year went by, and we had. Now I want you to put yourself in your mindset of when we found out. We thought that that would probably be the worst thing. That happened all year. We was like, how? And we had no idea what was coming down the pipe. So tomorrow, we pass go and collect $200 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or collect another stimmy. Whatever it's coming. Right. And we have to reset and take time to reflect on the year, man. Because it's been, it's been a journey, man. Yeah. It's really been a journey. So uh, let's get into it. Yes, sir. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So the, uh, the other day, it was announced that the app Clubhouse that we've been talking about uh, recently uh, is been valued at $1 billion. So um, a lot of uh, talk has been happening online about us making another white man a billionaire because of our work and the, the efforts, the content, energy we put into these apps. Mm -hmm. uh, Master P got on uh, black people about... Um, you know, you made somebody else a billionaire. Y'all would never, y'all wouldn't have supported him if he was a black man anyway. True story. And 
Um, this other guy on this other guy on um Instagram, he put up a video about, you know, yeah, sounds good. Like we should build our own. It sounds good. He said, but y'all don't y'all don't find that cool. Y'all don't find coding for 15, 16 hours. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for that's the co-host for the for, uh, million dollars worth of game, right? Oh, will we? Uh, uh, with Gilly the Kid. Yes. Wallow. Wallow. I Wallow. think that was Wallow. Yeah. And it was a great point because we we that's too much work. That's too much, uh, 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 you know, attention to detail. We have put ourselves in a position where we want the shortcut. So rapping is the shortcut. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you don't have to go to school for it. Uh, you don't have to, like, really harness your skills the way you used to. Mm -hmm. You don't have to try to create your image and style the way you used to. Right. You could just start rapping. Right. You, you don't even know how, have to know how to read. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know how many functionally literate rappers and just people we have out here. So... We want that easy way, and then something comes along like Clubhouse, and it's an empty vessel yeah. until black people breathe our energy. So when we say we're magic, this is what I mean. You know what I'm saying? All they got to do is put it in front of us and say, if black people take to it, and then what they do is they pay a few influencers yeah. to, 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 to kind of get the ball rolling. It's monkey see, monkey do. And then we breathe our energy into it. And next thing you know, in a short period of time, yeah. it goes from being worth $90 million to a billion dollars. So uh, what about this notion that uh, we wouldn't have supported him if he was black? Um, I, I kind of believe part of that because deep down inside, we don't think black people have the capabilities of doing things of this magnitude. Okay. J just in the subconscious mind. So a lot of times... If I was black and I was doing something like that, I would never put my face to it. I would, you, I would, I would agree. You know what I mean? You got to kind of just let it breathe, pay your influences to get it cracking, yeah. and then have it pop off. To be honest, this might be unpopular opinion, but I think when companies come out and say we're black-owned, they're doing themselves a disservice. Right. I, I, I know what their intention is. I know what is. they want to do, but it, 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 as a community... Like you said, as a community, we look at that and go, ah. Right, right. How, how, how safe is it? We start questioning yeah. the technological yeah. input yep. and output and yep. all of that. And that's deep in the subconscious mind where, you know, like you said, you say we black owned and you poking your chest out because you're proud. Right. You're a black owned business. But then that narrows down the people who are really going to rock with you. Right. And when you're doing business, that money green. Right, right. So when you create a product... You don't care who, mm -hmm. even though your intention may be to make sure that you uh, provide something for your community that's needed. But you know how many soul food places be having white people around the corner yeah. wanting to indulge in the culture? Yeah. They never turn them away. You, mm -hmm. know, you know what I'm saying? So even though we know who the soul food is for. So this clubhouse thing is just another example of how we don't want to invest in the necessary framework and infrastructure to build what it takes because we got coders. Yeah, we got yeah. coders that are super smart that can do all of that, but we need to also put money behind them and put our energy behind them, more important than the money. Okay, yeah. Because we didn't put yeah. no money in the clubhouse. Yeah. We put our energy behind yeah. it. And then a couple of uh, staged arguments yeah. and a couple of real arguments and people yakety 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 and we talking and attention is the new form of currency, now it's worth something. Because you know it's crazy? Even it being valued at a billion dollars, that's so imaginary. It's just... Right, it's just a number. It's just out there. Some kind of quantum number that they uh, associate with the energy that we put into right. it. Right. In two or three years, it'll be worth $10 billion. Yeah. 
because we're going to continue to use it and find reasons to make other people rich. It is time now. And I think you all can agree. It is time now that we start coding. It's time now that we start manifesting things in the next paradigm because the next paradigm is all coding. This shit is all digital, all coding, all AI, and you can embrace it or you can say I ain't with it. And as a result of that, you can get faded into the wind. And I think it's time to start letting the work speak for itself. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I think if, and we talk about this all the time when like me and you like privately, when it comes to businesses or somebody trying to hit that next level, if you put in the necessary work, yes, like then the people will come. You get what I'm saying? So absolutely. Um, Master P, he always, you know, anytime some, anytime white, white people make money off the backs of black people, he is living. I totally get it. Yeah, you know he's one of them old school it. dudes. Yeah. Like, we could do this. That's why when he come out with some rice or some noodles, yeah, because he's watching this saying, "Yeah, I can come up with that. I can yeah. see Master P now. I can come up mm-hmm. with that." And you know, then he come out with the Master P noodles and but shit again. If and we don't buy them, we go ah, Master P noodles, right? Ah, they probably not made right. Right, yeah. I mean, again, he, if he probably came up with a super generic name. Right. Oh, no, he would win. He would, he would win. win. He would win. Uh, yeah, shout out Thomas uh, Diagni. We appreciate your support. Thank you. Yeah, we definitely appreciate the support. So that's where we are. And until we, and I don't want to give the wrong message. We're not saying we shouldn't support black. Of course we should support black, but... We got to start playing chess a little bit more instead of checkers. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So uh, it's one thing during like during this whole Black Lives Matter movement, it made sense to yeah. say, I'm black owned. Yeah. You know, and because people. Yeah. Um, Telfair, like they they had a huge year last year. Who? Telfair, the uh, luxury bag company. Okay. And people, they were trying to support like. Black luxury, and then they they went crazy like yes, yeah. yes. So there are windows of opportunity, yeah, where you can take full advantage yeah. of that. But in the grand scheme of things, especially if you're getting into a field dominated by Asians mm-hmm. and and and, Indians. and and nerdy Indians yeah, and yeah. nerdy white boys, yeah. so they have their own community that they don't want you in. Yeah. So we gotta kind of know how to get in there. Look where most of us spend our time at. On the internet anyway, you got these devices in our hands all the time, and yet we're not taking advantage on how we can monetize that to the most, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of our ability. Yeah. We, we, we're consumers, and now we are digital consumers. You know what I'm saying? It's always been said black people are like liquid money. You know, we just, we can't hold a dollar. We're going to spend it when we get it. And it leaves our community as soon as we get it. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada stays in other communities. Now we have, they have moved us, our consciousness to the artificial realm, but not as people who are, you know, benefiting. Yeah. We're, we're, we're consumers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Yo, um, real quick, uh, quick announcement to everybody who's been asking for some of your old content. It is available in our playlist. Oh, yes. So they go to the playlist. Yes, it's Classic Black Dot. It says Classic... It's like 40 videos. 40 like, videos. Yeah. Classic Black Dot. So if you want to see me in action when I used to do my thing, Classic Black yeah. Dot is a whole series of lectures there and you can kind of partake in those lectures. Yeah. 
I'm proud of those moments. You know, those were good times. Good times. Uh, Markiwi, um, Marguerite Cooper. Marguerite Cooper. Also, uh, Malcolm, I'm a software engineer in Silicon Valley. The tech Appreciate scene you. is straight up Indian over here. See? Yeah, yeah. So, and they got their own little clique. They gang gang. Yeah. You don't speak that language. And, you know, the rest is what it is. RBZ, thank you for the donation. Thank you for the donation. Looking forward for a great show as usual. Peace. We thank you so much. So, uh, yesterday at the Chiefs versus Bills game, Trey Songz was arrested. Yeah, for choking out a uh, police officer. Choked out a cop. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you get your moment. You, yeah. you got to take it. First of all, uh, last Trey Songz got a Kansas City Maybe Chiefs he's game. a Chiefs fan. It, 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 it seemed like so it, it random. Weird. It's like, like just, weird, like, huh? Yeah. And sitting in the stands, yeah, mind yeah, you, no yeah. less. Yeah, well, maybe he's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, you know, he grew up. Maybe his pop, pops was a Chiefs fan. Yeah. He grew up, and he has access to mm. at least go to the games, and he choked that officer right on out. Yeah, and so apparently, um, he said the cop was bothering him the entire time. The cop says he approached him because he wasn't wearing a mask. Okay, he should have been wearing a mask. So we will see what is up with that. But again, I just thought that was just like so. It's like random, like that. I'm gonna clap that up again, Trey. Yeah. And you think Trey's soft with it. Think these light skinned dudes can't get it. But shout out to Kansas City. They they go into the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, against Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. The GOAT. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so does this like stop all the conversation between the Bell Belichick and um, I think uh, I think it does. I think he by him getting a team. First of all, all this shit is scripted. We got to talk about that. So all this shit is scripted. So the minute he signed with Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, and knew that they would be in the Super Bowl, they think he be, knew. Dude, it's on the schedule. They know the next five. Oh, you talking about the in the Super Bowl like it's being played in? Right, Tampa. it's gonna be in played. Got you, got in you. Tampa. He looked at the Tampa team and knew. Okay, this is like an easy fix so to speak. So I think it has more to do with elevating him above Michael Jordan, if he wins. Okay. Uh, to give him seven titles. Six is the gold standard. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree. Uh, you know, Magic had five. Kobe had five. Mm-hmm. Shaq got four in basketball. Mm-hmm. We don't talk much about Bill Russell because there's only eight teams in the league yeah. and things of that nature. Of course, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has six, but he's Muslim, so we don't talk about him. <laughs> oh, he has six. Yeah, he's got six. He had one with um, the Bucks oh. and Oscar Robinson. Okay. And then he won five with Magic. Got you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we don't speak about that. So Jordan became the... Yeah. Now, all of this is, you know, hierarchy and, and you know, so I think they're going to try to raise Tom Brady up. Or is it a passing? And it, Or it could be a passing. Be either way. Yes. Either way, we've yeah. seen that happen too. Yeah. So I need my decoders to get in and tell me who the Bucks are. And who the Chiefs are, uh, metaphysically speaking, symbolically speaking, I also will do some of that when I get a moment and tell you what I see and uh, take it from there. But speaking on the King's narrative, some things happened. Oh, yes. Uh, and a, con- a continuation. A yes. continuation of this King's narrative. Yeah, yes. Now, I don't know if there's something or it's not. I just know Hank Aaron, yeah. the real home run king. Yes. Passed away. Condolences, yes. Condolences to him. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we will. Then Larry King mm-hmm. dies the same night. Yes. Right? Was, yeah. Same night. Or, yeah. or they reported think, it yeah. the same night. And then they dropped the trailer for King Kong. 
Yes. You know what I'm saying? Godzilla versus King Kong yesterday or the day after. Yeah. And then the dude who was screwing up for the Green Bay Packers <laughs> yeah. was named Kevin King. Oh, I feel bad. He got beat twice. Yeah. Bad in yeah. that game. And the third time before it happened, I told Eli, he's not going to get beat the third time. I yeah. said, he's going to grab somebody yeah. and it's going to be a, a pass interference at a critical point in the game. And lo and behold, at a critical point in the game, he grabs this dude's jersey and bailed Tom Brady and him out of a pass that yeah. wasn't going to get caught yeah. anyway. And so that's four King analysis just this weekend. Now, it could mean something or could mean nothing at all. Mm -hmm. But with all the King's narratives that we've given from Black is King, right? Which we took it from there all the way through. I'm not going to go through them all. Yeah, King's disease, yeah, it's King just, to a guy, yeah, T'Challa yeah. dying. Is this your king? Yeah. Uh, Biggie's crown being sold. Yeah. He's the king of New York. And uh, King Vaughn dying. King Va yeah. It's just, it's, it's just it's, crazy. It's yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. With this King's narrative, but we're going to find out. What do you think about uh, uh, Hank Aaron passing away seemingly like a few days after he took the vaccine? Well, I think it was a week or so, maybe a little longer. Um, now, there are going to be people who say, well, he was old. Mm -hmm. But but my point is, this is what I mean by stop being so quick to get on camera and, 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 and try to get people to do something other than themselves. Mm -hmm. So I have no problem with him taking the vaccine in the privacy of his home. I told y'all that. Yeah. That is his business. But when you get on camera, whatever influence that he still has mm -hmm. as an 80-year-old man or mm -hmm. whatever... And you're saying, look, it's safe. Look at me, Henry Aaron, the home run king, multimillionaire who owns so many businesses in Atlanta. He's big in Atlanta. Mm. You know, anyone number 44, I know Blue Pill gonna have a field deal oh, with that, oh, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you do that, and then a week or 10 days later, whatever, you die. Yeah. It's just suspicious. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? It's suspicious. So, and for those who say, well, he old. Well, then he shouldn't have. To, if you live to be 80, 90 years old, how are you taking the vaccine? Well, and if you remember, we were seemingly doing all of this to protect the old community. Right. Right. And if he took it and died, like, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's the timing is just a little. And then more and more people are dying that they're just not reporting. Yes, they are. Yes. So, so we have that issue on our hands. And it just was too much of a coinky ding for me. When he took the shot on public TV, so stop being so goofy and getting on TV and, and, and saying, I did it. Look, you can do it. No, handle your business. I respect your decision to take the vaccine if you respect my decision not to. And then we'll never mm -hmm. get into any problems. We're never in any issues. You, you, you believe in Jesus? I don't. We cool. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he said he would, he would take it. Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is also uh, going to die. Oh, no. Just kidding. That's what he said. That was just a little extra. I was just kidding. All right. Um, but Kareem has, has, has um, you know... Let, he's, 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 let me say this. He said some questionable... Let me say this. Yeah. Let me say this. And I want <clears throat> to retract that I was only trying to make a funny. What I'm trying to... These... I don't hold the older elders mm -hmm. to, to the stand that I used to hold them to. I understand. Like, like Jim Brown 
was Jim Brown. Yeah. Now Jim Brown say some shit, and you go, Jim, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm not the one to go, oh, that nigga's selling out. He's 80-something. Yeah. And his mind is not as sharp as it used to be. I think the same thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm. Kareem made his stance when he changed his name, changed his fate, you know what I'm saying, and began to walk in his own path in the midst of, you know, when you see that famous picture of him standing there with Jim Brown, right. Muhammad Ali, and right, right, right. Bill Russell, he was the youngest one there. So I have no issues with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and what he does in his life now, right? right. <clears throat> so stop holding him to the same... Like, look at Muhammad Ali in his prime, yeah. what he did, what he was up against, what he faced, and then you see him later on in life, and it's like, you know, can you expect him to have that same energy and vigor? Same thing with Hank Aaron. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, you, you out there, you 80, you you know, so... Apparently, um, do you remember when Obama said, like, they were all, like, Bush and Clinton would say they were getting front and if everybody didn't take it? That didn't happen yet. That didn't happen. What happened with that? Yeah. See, they tell you these things. Right, that's a fact. You know, so that they could, um, you know what I'm saying, get you involved and make you feel that that's the right decision to make. But um, nah, I'm not I'm not following anything Kareem Abdul-Jabbar says at this point in his life. Yeah. <laughs> not going to do it. Yeah. Not going to do it. <clears throat> and I think his son is in jail. He stabbed somebody recently. Recently? Yeah, recently. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In the chat, people, help me out. Help me out. <clears throat> Kareem, um... His son, yeah, got into some shit and stabbed somebody. And I believe he's in jail or he's going to jail. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hank Aaron was speaking on a lot more over the past years as well. Okay. So, um, over the over the weekend, um, it was big news. For some reason, like huge news that Dave Chappelle called COVID. I didn't understand that. Yeah, why you you didn't understand why it was huge news? No, hell no. It's it like if it's so everywhere, you catch it, it's it's like it's like the flu, right? Meaning as many people have been contacting us, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, <clears throat> it almost seems like they're trying to make sure everybody has this. Right. It's, so don't be surprised if you or somebody in your family get that or you know what I mean? But just remember your mindset is everything. So if you get it, just be like, okay, I have the flu. Mm -hmm. How am I going to deal with getting rid of this strain of the flu? If you go into it talking about you're going to die and you know what I'm saying? Right. It's been a long time coming and a change going to come and all that shit. Then you you might be out of here. So Dave Chappelle um, having it now. Uh, remember, uh, D.L. Hughley had it. Yeah. But like they were like reporting on it, like he was in his deathbed already. Like, yeah, it was yeah, like the, yeah. it was it was the weirdest thing. It, it it reminded me of when the Rock caught it, right, right. And it was like front page news. I'm just like, eh. and then he got up and started talking about we need a vaccine. And yes, and you, you know knew what, what was coming. And, and and so let's see what Dave Chappelle's so, take. So it's on this exactly. What That's is what, it, what is he gonna come out and say? That's what I'm getting to. Because a couple of times, you know, he because, because he was one he of the, left. Right, he was one of the people who was um, still doing shows out in Texas with Joe Rogan and stuff like that. Right, and you know, a lot of people didn't like that, but then they were testing everybody who was going and things mm -hmm. like that. So it it begs the question. And there was a picture of uh, Dave Chappelle, Elon Musk, his wife, and Joe Rogan. Apparently, his wife had it. Uh, um, Elon Musk's wife had it a few mm -hmm. weeks ago too. So David Chappelle, King of Comedy. Yep, yep, at the present moment. So that's another King narrative that we can go with. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And remember, he 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 was on Saturday Night Live the day uh, Trump got elected. Yes. And he said we need to give him a chance. Yes. Right. Then he was on the day Biden got elected. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why do they keep using Dave Chappelle for this shit? Mm. I have no idea. Mm. You know what I mean? And you know some of the things that come out of. Cause first of all, that's not Dave Chappelle. Oh come on. That's not Dave Chappelle. Come on. That's not him. I know what that nigga looked like. That's Come not on. him. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the, the appearance of whoever the fuck this oh, is. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, whoever the hell this is. I know what his 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 family said. That's not him. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go with them. I know what my cousins look like. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, so let's see what Dave Chappelle, if he comes out and now he's a proponent for you to get the shot. Then we need to take him out to a, yeah, a, a uh, range, a shooting range. <laughs> and put him down like old yellow. And we need to put that nigga down like old oh, yellow. Man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Damn. All right, so um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Okay, quick commercial break. Quick commercial break, and we shall return. Yes. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit Capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. And we are back. And we are back. Yes. You don't talk before you get the signal. True, true. Okay. True, true story. <laughs> oh, we know you don't smoke. Oh, oh we definitely don't smoke. <laughs> Your lungs is probably come on. Oh shit, my lungs. Yeah, come on. Come on. But I haven't smoked weed in like twenty years. Exactly. One or two times in between there, but not like you know, not like that. Not like that. Yeah. But I grew up. My mother smoked three packs of cigarettes a day. A lot. And check this out. This is this is a weird. She burned me one time. Yeah, she burned you with a cigarette. Oh, come in. No, get off. No, no. That's child abuse. Yeah. No, but this is where I'm going. <laughs> by accident, this but still. This is where I'm going. This is a real weird ghetto Cosby story. Our blankets at my house yeah. would have holes all in the blankets. Because she would fall asleep? Because she was, remember, she was a heroin user. Oh, okay. So she was on heroin and smoking cigarettes and would continue to nod. So when niggas came to my house, <laughs> they was like, yo, what the fuck is this? So I'd have air conditioning built into my blankets, but in the winter I'd have to put another blanket yeah. and hope the holes don't intercede oh, each other. Oh man! So that I could, yeah, give me a hug. You want a hug? <laughs> you want a hug? True story. Niggas used to be like, son, son. But you know, when you nodding and you smoking all day, it'd be holes. Ever. I'm surprised she never burned the house. Down. Yeah, that was the next one question. One time she burned one of the mattresses and she threw it out into the hallway, and then the firemen came. And they was going to bust down the old man's door next to us because he, he's the only one who didn't answer. Uh, and then my mother opened the door and said, no, oh, no, it was me. Because yeah. what she tried to do is 
it was on fire, yeah. and then she tried to throw it out the window. But when she opened the window, you know what happened? And the air hit it. The air hit it. Yeah. And now this shit is ablaze. And I'm sitting there like a seven-year-old kid. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> I'm watching her struggle with this mattress. She might die. I don't know. She threw this shit in the fucking hallway. <sighs> nah, my mom's just crazy. Oh, man. my gosh. Yeah, that is a true ghetto Cosby story. You should write all this stuff down. Now, somebody should, should gather all my ghetto Cosby stories yeah. for me and, and put them in a, a compilation. Oh, so don't forget to support those black-owned businesses. Like we forgot to to even mention. Oh this. no, but we, we say it every show. Yes. You know what we mean. Yes. Support all these black-owned businesses because we need their support and we want to we want to grow together and do our damn thing. Speaking of black-owned businesses, I want to shout out my man Dizma Jizz. It's my man Mick. Okay. Uh, we grew up together. He just launched his clothing. Nice company. It's nice. called Dizma Jizz. I like it. And uh, like you know it. he he he's getting that damn thing started. He's also a DJ from the '90s, meaning he released his first album with my man Tones, I think in 1988 or '89. We had Tone up here. Yeah, we had yeah, Tone up here in '90. And so anybody who's been DJing on hip hop for that long, I respect. Dizmajiz.com. Go get to some of those wares. Nice. Okay. We 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 met him when we went to the ISIS uh, in Jersey. The the convention. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Yes, my yes, brother yes, who yes. came with us and we yes. saw. You can't be saying we went to the ISIS. Yeah, just leave it at that. They were good us. Apparently, yo, CNN is trying. Well, CNN, uh, a lot of these different news organizations are trying to deplatform podcasters and YouTubers. Why? Because a lot of podcasters and YouTubers are getting more traction than CNN and these channels. Oh, they hating. Yes, and a lot. It's been. It's a lot of stuff going on with social media right now. Yes, we're in a transformation the period la- because we're in the age of information. The landscape is really scary, and for, people are ha- they have all they have a choice now. Right. So before you just had to go to CNN or Fox. Now you don't have to. Now there are legitimate news sources online mm-hmm. who are unbiased. All they're doing is presenting yep. the news, and it is causing problems because that means they're losing control over the people. Yes. That's what all of this uh, dissension, so-called, is about. It's because people are starting to say, no, that's not necessarily mm-hmm. true. You know, yeah, so, The yeah. people who I've spoken to who are really locked into a decision on anything, any um, form of thought, don't have are not on social media. They're only on TV. You notice that? Yeah. Yes, they're only watching Fox News or they're only watching CNN. And right? that's usually older people. Yeah, because yeah. older people are not onto the social media bug. Yeah. So they they go back to what they know. Yeah. Sean, I'm gonna watch CNN all day, all day long. You go to your your grandma house and CNN is playing all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what the download is. But this ain't about old people. No mm-hmm. disrespect. This is about the young generation. Mm-hmm. This is about the ones who can initiate real, real change. Yeah, so that's why um, there have been like different algorithm changes to different um, apps and things like that. So Twitter just announced today, as a matter of fact, that they're launching their birdwatch feature, which will it's, supp- it's supposed to be a feature to combat misinformation that people tweet. So if you tweet... Uh, there are no such things as pigeons. There are robots that spy on us, and then people, you know, people start to engage. It. Then you can, you have the um, opportunity to 
say why it's um to to like notify Twitter and and, notify- we, and why you refuting yes. these statements. So now we're gonna be snitching on each other. And now it's basically yes, and we're get, we are leaving what is factual information up to popular vote. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And what happened to all that fact checking now that the election is over? Yo, listen. So was that just about Trump? Yes, and I'm gonna tell you, all these Democratic states. Are now trying to open little by little. All of a sudden, that the election is over. Which I I said this. I said that they these Democratic leaders, these politicians, were playing us as pawns in a chessboard. They were only doing stuff to win an election. Right. So they were purposely crashing their own economies to make Trump look extra bad. Yes. Until he's out. Now they want to be. Oh, let's open up and let the people yes. live. Biden. He's Biden signed um, a travel ban that Trump was called racist for. That he called Trump racist for. Yeah, he, he definitely did call he him called racist. Tra- he called him racist for issuing a travel ban, and now that he's doing it, but it's under the guise of um, COVID. So was Trump's. So I don't understand. Yeah, so... Uh, side note, um, these are just some of the things he did in the last 48 hours. When he signed 17 executive orders in the first three in his first three days. Right, first of all, he was signing blank paper... Uh, as I looked up close, but that's beside the point. It could have been the this angle is, of the camera. Yeah, this yeah. is all theatrics, you know, based on what it is that we know, right? So he, um, first of all, there's been a terrorist attack in Baghdad. Oh, wow. Right? The first terrorist attack in four years. We ain't heard nothing about terrorist attack when Trump was Facts, in. yeah. No wars, none of that. Yeah. He was getting all the troops out. Now we're going to be putting troops back in. Oh. So he's ready to deploy soldiers to the Middle East. For war rejoins the WHO, which is the World Health Organization. Right. We know that they're crooks. Right. Rejoins the Paris Accord, mm-hmm. uh, in which the USA pays the highest fees. Rejoins the uh, TPP, massive jobless uh, loss to China. So that has a lot to do with the jobs. Okay, you know that we losing to China. Men with wigs can enter girls' restrooms. Men with wigs can compete in women's sports. We're going to talk oh, about boy. that. Uh, will be charged a hefty fine for not having health insurance. That's the Obamacare. Revokes Keystone Pipeline. 7,000 uh, go jobless, mm. right? Because he, he's uh, uh, on that joint. Corporate tax jump from 21 to 28%. Mm. Income tax and payroll taxes from 37 to 52%. Small businesses tax from 29 to 39%. Capital gains and dividend taxes from twenty three to forty three percent. Brace yourself. Oh my God! For what's coming next? But you know what he did though. What he do? You know what he do for black people? What he did for black people? He put Harriet Tubman on the twenty. Whoa! So you know what that means? Well, I remember the day on Twitter when it was announced that that was happening. People thought, you would have thought it happened that day. Right, right. The way people were memeing it up. Oh, I look, look what we did, look what we did. So because he's doing all these executive orders that do nothing for black people, he said, you know what, I'm going to shut them up real quick so I can keep on with my agenda. You know what? In front of black people, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to do Biden yet, okay? For the, for the black people. You know, your grandma passed away. That sounds like Nelson Mandela. Okay, like. okay. All right. Whatever. Scarface. Scarface. Like Nelson okay. Mandela and Scarface. But, but when he said, look, your grandma's gone. Oh, look, your uncle. Yeah, you need work. He's gone. Okay. Okay. We're going to move from the Harriet Tubman. We're going to call it 
the Harriet Dubman. The Harriet Dubman. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't worked on it yet. You know. Yeah, that's what it is. Gave you all the Dubman, all right? For money, that's obsolete. Like, that's going to be a collector's item. What the hell am I supposed to do with paper money when everything is digital now? Yeah. 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 And but that's the way they think about you. Give you a symbolic win. Yeah. That's in, in black people eating it up. We love symbology. We love symbolic victories. You know what I mean? We got the black man going against the black woman right now because they want to support Kamala because she looks like my little daughter and all that old bullshit. Symbolic win. You ever see those tech? You ever see those um, Instagram posts where it's like a daughter and the mother is like, you know, my daughter said to me one day, Ma, why do we have systematic oppression? She ain't say that. She ain't say no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> shit is crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. But that's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's not doing none of them 17 executive orders. But listen, now you're going to say that these these boys can go into these girls. Yo, they, yo. And play girls sports. And women, y'all the ones who have to stop this. Because y'all the ones most accepting of this what? until... Some dude no, no, is choking no. your daughter out in a wrestling match, and it's all fair. No, right? you, you know what's crazy? There's a lot of women who are upset saying that uh, Biden is doing all he can to erase women. So listen, when, like I've always said, when black men complain about these things, it's okay. You're on their side, but now you're seeing it happening, and you're seeing it happen. Now what? Yeah. Cause you can put a wig on and just go into a girl's bathroom. Yo, it's some it's some um, transgendered running track smashing all the state records. All the state records. There's a South Park episode about this. It sure is. I can always like people think <laughs> I'm feeling good. I just became a woman two days ago. I'm gonna crash these chicks. Yo, that episode was hilarious. It's man. hilarious, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. Like. Who decides that, mm-hmm. right? And I told you, I'm going to your bathroom, and I better see a kitty box there. I better <laughs> see one because I'm feeling like a cat, Yeah. and I want to piss in a cat box. I don't want to, I'm telling you. So this is where this thing is going. Like, where do we draw the line? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I can get 15 points if I go to WNBA right I think now. So. Don't say fi- that. At least 15 points a game. Don't man. say that. There's some, there's, some, there's some ballers out there. Son, I can get 15, son. Yeah. Back them most shorties down. Clock them in their neck. All bets is off. You think they will allow trans- a transgender than WNBA? Why not? That'd be crazy. Listen, I'm saying. That'd be the most watched WNBA. And what if I'm like, a transgender and I didn't get the operation? Yeah. So I'm just feeling transgendery. Yeah. <laughs> transgendery. Transgendery. Yeah. And here I am wow. in training camp with y'all. We all butt ass naked. I'm gonna have to take my joint down to them to my leg because you don't want you don't want Godzilla opening this motherfucker. <laughs> King King Dong and shit. So but how? How yeah. does that work? Yeah. How? Houseway. Just just tell me how. Where do you draw the line? Because I'm telling you now, uh, you know, some little twelve year old Dude is beating your daughter up. I mean, beating that one uh, M- uh, M- MMA fighter. Yeah, MMA fighter cracked that girl's skull. Yeah, man. and y'all saying it's all good? Yeah. Nah, it's not all good. It's not all good, man. So y'all need to stay in your lane. If you wasn't born with a vagina, you shouldn't be in that bathroom. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. 
Call me old school. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Who you got King Kong versus Godzilla? Who you got? Uh, I've always had King Kong. King Kong always won back in the days as a child. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. King Kong would always put that work in so on So the way, the way they... I saw the trailer, the way they're shaping it, it I think Godzilla's going to win. Because they saw they show King Kong like getting off, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think like they're gonna like you know. Okay, I mean this I is know. the time that we in. I right, right. who you got between King Kong consciousness and Tariq Nasheed? Go. Ooh, from what I'm understanding, <laughs> Umar has invited him yes. to a ten round boxing match. You like how I did that though? Yeah, all winners take all. Yeah. Ten rounds, the 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 bell can't stop the fight. Nah, I can't. Not, you know what I mean? And he wants to get at Tyreek Nashi. Uh, the benefits of the fight, yeah, go to the Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, <laughs> Danny Glover, uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, Sojourner Truth, uh, Tony Baloney uh, School. You know what I mean? They get the money, and also he mentioned he threw some shots at the new movie coming out yeah, or something. Yeah. So uh, in that fight, you know, just for the sake of entertainment here, we get a few minutes of chill. Uh, 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 Omar's a big dude. I've, I've done a couple of lectures with Omar. He's a, he's a big guy. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be in the greatest shape for boxing. Uh, Tariq Nashi seemed a little bit more agile on his feet, but I don't know the West Coast niggas. Can they get it? This nigga's from Philly, man. So uh, I think I'm going to take the King Kong of consciousness in a close one. In, in a close one? I think he'll get Tyreek <laughs> on the ropes. In the and Tyreek is so worried about how good he looks and shit that I don't know if he'll get ugly down in there and, and, and get the job done. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Uma. Okay. And uh, uh, uh it's not gonna go ten rounds because neither one of these niggas is a shit. <laughs> I say in the third round. You give me the third round knockout. Uma. Yeah, Uma on the third round. I got Tariq. He looked, you got Tariq? He looked like he's quick on his feet. And then he looked like he got reach. I think he's tall, right? Oh. Tariq, he's tall. Yeah, we yeah, saw Tariq him. Is, uh, uh, Tariq is... is yeah, is, we saw him, yeah. yeah. He's kind of tall as well. He's a big guy. He ain't a little guy. Oh, he originally from Detroit. They got it. They got the, Okay, okay. They, well, then let me add a few got, more points in there for they, Tariq. They got to show this up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take the King Kong of consciousness. On that me. was funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, um, <clears throat> last week we talked about uh, Jay-Z's involvement with Trump um, in getting uh, Desiree Perez pardoned, right? Yeah. So, I guess uh, Funk Flex just saw, it, just saw the story, and he said, you know, he's like, what I think about this, and he's going to go on the radio. He came on at 7 to talk about it. So, he talked about uh, Jay-Z... Uh, Allegedly being a deal between Jay-Z and Trump on him not publicly uh, endorsing Biden. Him or Beyonce endorsing Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think that makes sense because you said on the sh- like on the show plenty of times during the whole election uh, cycle, like, where's Jay-Z? Like, usually he comes yes. out. Yes. Usually a lot of these... Celebrities, yeah. It's somebody, especially of his stature. You know, Jay-Z mm-hmm. holds a lot of weight. Him yeah. and Beyonce pretty much cover the male female you know dynamics of that and they could literally tip the scale right you know what i mean but they were they were awfully quiet yeah. they were awfully quiet yeah but continue so um and apparently he said that everybody in rock nation was told not to come out and um endorse biden 
Okay, because none of them none, said none nothing. of them said anything. No rappers really said anything, and apparently, and then he was um, Flex said that uh, it was rumored that all of these pardons were sold, right? Like they all had a price attached. So that means he basically funded Trump, and he was talking about like you know how you funding Trump, and okay, he had a lot of misinformation in there as well as he was talking. But what did you think? Flex always does these things when he has something brewing. He has an album coming out, so I just okay, want to so also he's, he's cranking that like up. Like he's cranking up the gossip, like he's and he's misinformed. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. He he looked like he watched Choke No Jokes episodes because Choke No Joke is the one that I know that was out in front of this yeah. to even bring attention to this years ago. Mm-hmm. He was talking about this this chick, uh, Desiree Perez, mm-hmm. on how the foundation of Rock Nation is supposed to be street, no snitching and all of that. But sitting at the very top are a couple of snitches. So um, uh, when Flex got into his spiel about this, I didn't learn anything new mm-hmm. from what he was saying. He was just going on a rant. But it was, it just was odd how Jay-Z and them didn't say nothing. There was no, like, who, who, who gives the directors for this? Mm-hmm. None of his artists, nobody said anything. And now, slowly but surely, watch, they all going to come out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and begin to try to get back to a sense of normalcy or what was normal to them. So it's going to be very interesting how this thing plays out. You know what I mean? I'm, one thing I've noticed, though, a lot, a lot of... And side note, it just goes back to say all of that uh, we hate Trump stuff was all of a side for most of them people anyway. That too. Because it, it, it's the cool thing to say. But you can't be have that much disdain for somebody and then ask them to do something for you. Like if I if I have disdain for you, it's absolutely nothing you can do for me. Absolutely nothing. I'm not gonna have disdain for you. I hate you. You are the worst president ever in the world. The world is you know uh, crumbling because of you. But by the way, can you do me a favor? Yeah. That doesn't make any kind of sense to right. me. So it goes to show that these were all fronts for the most part. So um, I always I, I always have this thing where these people in the industry like they come on they say they're about to expose the truth and they get on talking so tough but then backtrack in the same in the breath, same thing because he like, he big Jay Z up or Desiree in the same he said, sentence. Nah, she's a civilian though, so I don't know. Like How she's can one you of be the a t- civilian, and she got caught selling thirty five kilos of cocaine. You are not a civilian with th- and that's when she got caught. See, let's not act like that's her first time. No, you got caught with the 35 bricks. That might have been what you've been doing for years. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things. So, no, I agree with Choke. Choke was losing it. He was... He was tuned in like he was losing. Like, what the fuck this nigga talking about? I can't believe he said that shit. He was trying to call Flex at the same time. But no, this is all a political game now. Now the power shifts, but before you get out... I need you to do me a couple of solids. Then let me tell you what's going to happen. A couple of years are going to go by where you don't see Trump for a few. Could mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he reemerges back in the same circles he been, and everybody, all is forgiven. Because one thing black people have is a very short memory. Very, yes. Very short. Yes. Very short memory. Yeah. We don't remember <clears throat> a goddamn thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you could see that. Or... Some people are saying Trump is going to start his own political party. I heard he, because he said he still has like 70 million uh, in campaign funds left over. Mm. Um, I heard he's starting the MAGA party and he just uh, opened, hold on, hold on, the uh, office of the former president 
Wait, what's it called? Hold on, hold on. He he just officially opened the office of the former president, which will manage his correspondence, public statements, and activities to carry on of the agenda. Uh, carry on the agenda of the Trump administration through av- advocacy. Yes. All right. Yeah. Just trying to do things. Yes. Because obviously he has no um, no uh, no social media uh, yeah. platforms. Nothing. Anymore. They gave his Twitter back. I'm oh, not did they? I think did so. They? Yeah. Okay. Well, they, today I think the voting came down to impeach him. Yes, they they introduced the articles of impeachment. So I think, but they need two thirds of the house to do so, and I don't believe the Republicans as mad as they claim to be. So no, so if what will happen is, the longer it goes on, again, people will kind of forget about it, get over it. Then it, you can just vote like you know, it'll just people. fade. Yeah, yeah it'll just fade. In my opinion. Yep. 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 You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So, um, the other day, um, there was a story in Harlem about uh, a young, uh, young sister. She got jumped in a liquor store, or she was leaving a liquor store for yes. denying these guys, um, you know, their advances and things like that. And what I saw from the community, I loved it. A lot of people were up in arms about it because it was it was so senseless. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. I saw the video. It was just like, come on. But today, they got one of them. They got one. Yeah. He was handed some street justice, and they found another one. They found, like, they identify who the other one First is. First of all, they know who these dudes are. The yeah. same niggas that hang out in front of your liquor store right now. Yeah. All you got to do is say, that's little Tony, little, little Johnny. Thank you, Denise Mose. Dr. Philantine dropped it. They tried hard, but the doctor couldn't be stopped. Doc and Professor. We're on fire. Griff, we're on fire. Thanks for always keeping it a buck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. So, what I saw was the most disgusting thing I'd ever saw. Mm. A beautiful young lady walking into a, a liquor store, maybe mm. on a Friday night, mm. get a little bottle of wine, and she was going to get her daughter chill, mm. and the dudes followed her in, mm-hmm. and then one dude said, I'll buy that for you. I said, no, no, thank mm-hmm. you, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, no thank you, which is, a, that's to me, that's the end of the story. Yeah, yeah. And then they say something and walk out of the store, and it leads to another thing. And these guys beat up this girl and they bite her. Yes. That's by her, the, by her dude, eye. Like. By her eye, which means it's it's like he when somebody bites you, that's a crime of passion or something. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you show hatred for, for the black woman on that level that you would bite her. And it was the most disgusting thing. I saw the community come out the next day in droves to talk about it. But the type of justice we talking about yeah. is running up on those dudes and they gave him, and there was a couple of women in there yeah. too. They gave that one dude an ass yeah. whipping. Yeah. And when they catch all of them dudes, because that's the way it's supposed to be, even in my lecture with Griff, the one thing I kind of focused on at the end in terms of solution, we got to get back to protecting our women mm. and our children. We have to get back. That's the foundation. That's the most uh, goddamn powerful resource mm-hmm. that we got. Right. Our women and our children. Right. And we are too isolated, too separated, too you know, individual or doing stupid things. And so I'm, I'm hoping that the street get them before the police get them. Yeah. And then I'm hoping they go to jail. Yeah, facts. And then the brothers on that end yeah. are waiting to, to issue out justice because there's literally no excuse. Side note, I heard that dude who hit that chick with the skateboard a couple of years back. Skis something, some kind of rapper. Remember, he, he hit that chick in the yeah. face with the skateboard. He back on the scene like it's all good. 
So I'm just going to mm. throw that out there. I want to shout out Hakeem uh, Hassan Campbell, who offered to put up $5,000 for information leading to the arrest okay. of one of these guys. And so shout out Hassan okay. for saying, yo, this is what I'm going to do. I can't be on the streets no more like I used to, but I understand the way this works. So shout out Hassan Campbell for doing that. And if we continue to operate like that, right. then we have something back in place that says we're not going to tolerate it. The problem is, it's the gang members who are the ones wreaking havoc on the community itself, mm. where they are, have to be the ones who change their mentality. Women and children are off bets at all given times and have to take more pride in what we call a community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if not, you you if them gangbangers start doing that, what you gonna do? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you you a prisoner in your own home to begin with, because they don't live by any true rules and regulations. Gotcha. You. you know. Yeah. So, shouts <clears throat> out to the community because Harlem was looking bad, bro. Harlem was looking real bad. It was looking bad. And then man. I saw today's video and I said, okay. I Harlem, go out here and get Wait, these. Wait, that, that skateboard thing that happened in Harlem. That, that happened that's in right, Harlem. That's right. Okay, I, I remember that this. That happened in Harlem, this. bro. I remember this. That happened in Harlem. And he was supposed to get got. And I don't, I don't think he got. I think he laid low. And somebody said he's back to promoting his music. As a matter of fact, my man, welcome YouTube. Come back with another video. <laughs> hip hop, uh, <laughs> hip hop access, whatever his. Yeah. Yeah, it was on his site. That nigga. Welcome to another video. Yeah. I like him. Y'all know who I like him too. Yeah. I like him too. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That's funny. All right, so uh, we're going to take another commercial break. We shall return. Okay. Let's play. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter. And we're back. And we are back in the mix. Yes. So uh, support those businesses. And also uh, the Audio's business uh, company that you just saw, they're in the chat right now answering questions about their product, and they are taking investments right now. They have a 21-day countdown, Yes, if I'm correct, right? Where they're trying to uh, <clears throat> raise yeah. enough money to really implement. And, to get and this see, to market. We just got finished speaking about how we don't invest in our own, right? but if that was somebody else. So we have to... A quality product. I a saw quality it. product. Anytime you can set up... If you into music... And you got to set up four and five speakers and wires and cables and hope people don't step on it. You know what I'm saying? Or be back in the uh, 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 back in the days when Rakim would say, what, what did he say? What was his famous line? I pull the plug, plug on the speaker and I jet back to the lab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so ain't no not. pulling the plugs on the speakers here. You know what I mean? These is new technologically advanced. And he said the quality is unbearable. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's comparable to everything else that you hear. But it ain't no speakers and I mean no wires. And what that does is that makes setup very, very easy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You set it up, you get your signal with your batteries, and I'm pretty sure uh, you know, there are other batteries that you can add, you know, for time. So audio sounds like a great company to get involved with. Twenty one days, we're gonna be on it. Yes, that's why if you're noticing, like we usually have new commercials every month, but 
Um, his start his he starts his campaign today, right? On trying to um, raise money for this, so. And we are going to uh, invest. Facts, hell yeah. We are definitely going to invest. Hell yeah, you got listen in that. You know, to get that thing popping. So um, I'm going to get more information. I'm going to be putting it in the chat. Yeah. Side yeah. note, um, I told y'all last week about um, if you had your mask. Oh yeah. And uh. This is the spray I was talking about. Mask <laughs> mint. Uh, organic mask refresher by my man uh, Kenyatta Briggs. Hip hop uh, motivation out on the West Coast. Shout out to the guard. Uh, you spray this into your mask because you know what you breathe out and breathe in is two different things. Mm. And this is going to be refreshing. Some of y'all need to spray this right down your throat. <laughs> like forget the mask. Just spray it down your throat. And uh, you know, but for, for most people, they spray it into the mask. Uh, a fresh minty smell will come out that mask and open up, you know, your your, your paws and get you going. And the website is down there, Malcolm. What's the name of that website? That says maskmintspray.com. Maskmintspray.com. Get you a bottle. And like I said, either spray it into the mask or spray it down your throat. <laughs> down your throat. <laughs> you got issues. True story. True story. So I, I put the link uh, to where you can um, invest and support this brother in the chat. Yes, yes. And like I said, we definitely gonna make an investment to help move that 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 product along. And I believe in uh, anything that's gonna take te technology uh, to the next level. And this is what we're saying. Brothers is doing technical stuff. And he has two pro uh, two patents, two patents granted. Right. So that means he went through. You know the stages, the, the process, the barriers yes. that are usually at people's, and, and which shut people down. Yeah. People don't want to go over those hurdles. Yeah. So he's been through those hurdles, and here we are getting it done. And you're gonna watch, watch, watch my words. Five years from now, you're gonna go, damn! I should have put down a rack or something on that because, uh, you know, yeah. companies like that they grow. And grow so audios. And he's down here with the people with Urban X. Like, he's down here with Urban X, baby. He's in the chat trying to talk to y'all people. You know what I'm saying? And he has Rax. one patent pending. See, listen, man, we got geniuses. Yeah, we got community. geniuses straight up. All right? Straight up. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. We'll interview him soon, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach, yeah, we'll, we'll reach out. Put that on the list of the yeah. 35 interviews we haven't done. Don't rush us. Yeah, Malcolm. It's this kid. Now, and this, this is a side note. All right? 20-year-old kid found a blob of whale vomit. Mm -hmm. And it sold for $300,000. Really? Malcolm, you got to start applying yourself. Oh, my gosh. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're right. You, you, you got to start applying yourself. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Whale blob. Yeah, you're right. My fault. Right? Mm -hmm. $290,000 to be exact. Whale vomit. Everything has some, and here you are just talking to you, talking to me, man. It's <laughs> money out there, man. Shit, well, uh, I didn't get that. Well, for yeah, I was like, what? So, um, some news came out about Casanova, right? We we talked about him getting arrested because uh, apparently the feds was watching his social media and had his phones tapped and things like that. Some more news comes out, and it is not looking good. Give me the details. So apparently. Uh, through his text messages, they found out that he possibly could have put a hit out on um, somebody, Casanova, we're talking about. Wow. So apparently he was at a party in Florida, I think Miami. He threw up his blood sign 
Somebody said, yo, wrong sign out here. He told him, you want to die tonight? And that dude died that night. Ooh. Right? And then they got on text messages his man saying that he killed him and hashtag good aim. Wow. Wow. That, that's so it's looking slow. That's not good. That's not good at all, man. That's not. I don't know. Like that. And, and listen, the, these feds are very thorough on how they put piece this stuff together. Yes. And um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's bad. I hope that's not true for the brother, but um, he's gone. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know uh, if he's going to uh, get out of this. Yes. Along uh, with the other things yeah. that are coming down the pipe. Uh, you know, when they build their case, the, the feds don't yeah, play, the, man. Yeah, yeah. The feds don't play, man. When they build their case and go, tag, nigga, you it, we got you. It, yeah. it's, it's real tough. Unless he starts singing. You already know he can rap. <laughs> That's when we can start singing. And obviously, you know, it ain't what it used to be anyway. So he can start singing. Yes. Bring out his singing album. So apparently, come up, whale vomit is a scent called Ambergis. And it's very expensive. It goes for $30 a gram. Oh, Whoa. See, this is, see, 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 we out here in the wrong fields. We Who knows where the whales are? We I'm not talking about them big ass women at, at home. We're moving the I'm wrong t- drugs. Yeah, we, we, we moving in the wrong drugs. We need to get out. And just be sitting around waiting for whale vomit. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty dollars a gram. Thirty dollars a gram, son. Yeah. Like, yo, what you got, son? I got that. <laughs> whale vomit. Yeah. Okay. Whale vomit. You are tuned into the sounds of right, Urban they used X. to make perfume from it, and no telling what the other things that they actually make from it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot all. I think I learned that in school. Thinking about. Back in the days, yeah. So uh, the other day, well, that was that was yesterday, right? Um, Conor McGregor lost his his fight. Got uh, his ass beat. He got knocked out. Yeah, second round. I think it's over. Uh, it's over, but they need him for that sport. No, they don't. They kind of do. He's still like the big. So UFC is like you is like wrestling in when the fan base doesn't rock with you, they just don't rock with you. Mm, okay. You get okay. what I'm saying? So right now it's like. You're doing all that cocky stuff, and you, you... So you think he needed to win that fight? He was supposed to, because remember, he lost to Khabib. That was a big fight, right? But that was like right. his first fight back. Right, so we, we gave him a pass on that. All right, yeah. but now it's just like, ah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not that guy anymore, so the flaw and like, that image doesn't really suit you anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he'll be able to get, like, a real major fight uh, going in the future, unless he just, you know, wins. But you don't have to be undefeated in UFC. Because a lot of them got losses. Yeah. On their records, yeah. So, I... I think he's over. I think it's over though. Somebody say he's like the Johnny Menzel of the MMA. Yeah, so um like uh um Floyd called him Common McLoser. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They rocking they yeah. clowning him now. Somebody said they need him, he's a great white hype. He lost to another white boy, like that's ranked number one right now in yeah. their sport. So yeah. I don't I don't know. Maybe if if um somebody said he should go to the he should go to the W WWE facts because he not right now it's yeah. all about showmanship yeah. yeah so maybe yep yep true story because he was that was bad true story. I didn't think he would lose but damn um did you see the Salt and Pepper movie on Lifetime no I didn't I heard some some uh, reviews on it you yeah. know most people were uh, upset and disgusted that Spinderella mm-hmm. uh, was not included in the film. 
as a part of their story. And I can see why, you know, that's like telling the story, run the MC without Jam Master J. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying, Jazzy Jeff without the Fresh Prince or Eric B without Rakim. You and know. they responded uh, basically doubling down. Like, yo, she was only there for a little bit of it. Like, Yeah, but she is... was there for the most significant part of it. Right. And what made it beautiful is that we had a all... Not just two female MCs, we had a female DJ. Right. And side note, she's not the original Spinderella. I'm not even gonna get into all of that. Oh, wait, wait. so no, it's another Spinderella, you know, that's right. been around longer. Okay. And you know, but she has and played a significant part in that. So I would want my story to be told as mm. well. You know what I mean? So it sounds like it's catfighting yeah. about something, which I don't know all the details about. But if anybody did see the uh documentary, let me know what you actually thought of it you know what i mean gotcha what do you think um did you did you see uh phil valentine's lecture no it was six and a half hours or seven hours and on what platform i know it was a paid platform that uh, he paid for um but from the from what i'm getting is that he went all the way in so i'm gonna see if i can get oh i'll call the good doc and see if i can get a link to it because I'll even pay for it now yeah. to have a link to it and watch it. And, you know, uh, Phil Valentine's information is not to be, it's, this is what I tell people when you go to a lecture. Don't try to take notes at the lecture, mm. right? Sit there and enjoy and feel the vibration of the lecturer. Then get the tape or the DVD mm. or whatever and, and, and mark your notes. That's the way I've always learned. So the first time through, you know, but we're in a different setting now mm. where you're sitting at your desk already so you might be able to do both at one time, but there's so much information that I'm sure he packed into that six-hour uh, breakdown, mm. uh, you know, so I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I'm going to check that. That's the good doc. That's dope. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So um, I read this story the other day about um, 33 missing children were recovered who were... Um, 33 missing children were found, were found, including eight who were sexually exploited in a massive human trafficking investigation. So we're back to uh, trafficking? Yes. Okay, because for a while, uh, that was kind of... Um... Well, they were found. Oh, they were found. They were okay. found. And where were they found at? Um, it was the result... So I'm reading the article. It was the result of an operation called Operation Missing um, Angels. Mm. Yes. And the feds got them... And they were found in, hold on, hold on, I believe this was Ohio. Oh, wow. Ohio. Yeah. Well, remember I told you, I believe it was Cavalette 23. In Los Angeles. Me. In Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Thing. Yes. Uh, that the reason Ohio uh, is big for sex traffickers because so many highways and byways in and out, in and out. In and out. so yeah. so many ways uh, that you can get in and out of that. And I didn't right, think yeah. about that, uh, you know, so that was interesting. Crazy, yeah, crazy stuff, man. Crazy I wonder, stuff. I wonder, like, if we, because we were finding out, we were hearing about a lot of um, sex rings uh, being busted up during Trump's administration. Right. I want to see what that what happens to if, that. if there's a continuation yeah. of so-called draining the swamp, yeah. or if they just putting the mud back in, putting the water back in the swamp, get this thing back to what it used to be. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, get your questions ready. Yes. We'll take some questions from the crowd. 
Yo, so the, there was an article about there being no coronavirus baby bus. I mean, no no coronavirus baby boom. It's more like a baby bus. But, oh, interesting. But because I definitely said it's gonna be some babies. Yeah, but you know when they take these statistics, they only take it from usually like white people. And as soon as some black chick named her child coronavirus. <laughs> For coronavirus, you know black people. No, but oh, her name is Corona. I wasn't even going there. Virus. <laughs> what? I wasn't even going there. I was talking about the birth rate within that community. Oh. I was already. Oh, okay. Low. See the teacher in class. Uh, Tony Smith here. Uh, Angie Jones here. Yo, you remember that video we saw about uh, Corona virus? Yeah. You remember that video we saw about the um the kids' names and like they were like. Was that Key and Peel? No, 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 no. Oh, well, all the weird names. Yeah. Yes, I saw that. Like it was some it, of the things we name our children. It was embarrassing. Yeah, black folk. Yeah, we. It was, we, you know, <laughs> it was embarrassing. Is coronavirus here? But I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of pregnancy um announcements on my oh, okay. timeline. That's okay. just me. Okay. Just saying. So let's take some questions. All right, let's get into some questions. Oh, have you guys seen the trailer for Buck Breaking? I did. I, I did. did. I thought the trailer was good. Uh, the information is going to be needed, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for understanding how we get to this process and how they demoralize and emasculate men uh, in, in, in between and, and, and things of that nature. So, um, and we will support it, you know, when it, if there's like a showing, uh, you know, because we, we, we went to the last one. We did go to the last one. We went one. to the last yes, one. So uh, you know, it's a, again, it's not a it's, it's not a hidden colors. It's just no, it's it's not a hidden colors. But the author or the director of Hidden Colors, yes. he's okay. expanding his uh, portfolio, so to speak. And did I hear about the dogs? Yeah, they can be using sniffing dogs now. Yes, to to uh, to sniff COVID. Yeah, and apparently that is effective somehow. Fauci came out today and said that wearing one two masks instead of one is quote, probably more effective than... Well, why not wear two masks, a hoodie, put a fucking plastic bag over your head? I think that would be effective, too. Like, like who, who says that? Yeah. Obviously, two masks is better than one, but then you won't be able to breathe nothing. Right? Yeah. You know, apparently, in 2019, uh, 1.4 million people in the world died of tuberculosis. Say that again? 1.4 million people died of tuberculosis in 2019. So why wasn't there a countdown of the people? Like when I turn on CNN now, yeah. they give me a countdown, 400,000 people, yeah. right? So why not give me a tuberculosis countdown, yeah. a tuberculosis, yeah. a, a diabetes countdown, yeah. a kidney countdown, yeah. a cancer count? Give me all the countdowns. Mm -hmm. But no, they don't do that. They give you the coronavirus countdown, yeah. which is not even that significant. In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. All bullshit. All bullshit. 1.4 million people. That was not labeled a pandemic. No, no. Can't make no money off that. That's actually sick, bro. Yeah. Somebody said Spike moving like a double agent. So did we talk about the reviews of his movie? Uh, we did. We, didn't, uh, we, we said it brought us to a... We didn't see it. But people were disappointed. Yes, okay. It, it, it let people down as it always does. I think tonight, me and wifey get a bottle of wine. We might, you know, we might do a little shutting, shutting. You leaving, right? Yes. Because what you might see could just yeah, be. Yeah, I'm good. Nah, you I don't want to see old people I'm rolling around. I'm completely good. Bumping. You, you, you don't want to see that. We old school. Yeah, all right. Anyway, 
long story short, maybe tonight me and wifey will watch that. Or do we have to watch uh, Songbird first? Oh, I thought y'all watched that already. Oh. Which one we're gonna watch first? We'll, we'll, we'll choose. Okay. All right. All right. Somebody said, "Yeah, like two condoms." <laughs> two what? Yeah, like two condoms. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the two masks thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Of course, if I put two condoms on, I'm I'm super protected, right? Some of this goofy shit we see, B. I tell you. What else, guys? Don't drink no night train. Nah, I used to mix night train. With old English, make them baller makers, right? Thunderbird, Night Train, Cisco. Oh, those were the days. Um, somebody said <clears throat> that Malcolm, I recently got my life insurance uh, agent license. I want congratulations. Yes, I had mine a few years back. Me and wife, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I know, yeah. I know, I remember, yeah. Um, I want to be uh, I want to be the outreach to get as many melanated entrepreneurs and families insured. How can I uh, contact you guys to discuss? See us at sales at no no info info at urbanx.nyc info at urbanx.nyc. Okay, we're not using the Gmail anymore. But if you're down with Gmail, you grandfathered in, yeah. we'll still be talking to you. Yeah, we'll still talk to you. But Malcolm trying to get all fancy. Get, get, he just came from you his little meeting. Like, listen, man, listen, and man. And now, man, yo, I got to change this stuff up. Don't be watching me, man. We got to be more don't professional. Be, don't be watching me, man. Oh, shit, don't man. be watching me, man. So info at gmail.com? Yes. No, at... Uh, info at urbanx.nyc. Urbanx.nyc. All right, info, go there and talk to us. Yes. You heard Let's get some questions in here. Um, so wait, I saw a question. No, um, hold on, hold on. Question: Do you think uh, some of the political prisoners could have gotten out if their team was willing to talk with Trump's team? I don't think so, because Trump seemed—I don't know all the people he he pardoned, but it seemed to be rappers and drug dealers. Uh, no one who could maybe have a positive impact. Yeah. And I don't know how how. Bringing home Mamiya, I, I know what it means symbolically to bring home uh, Mamiya Jamal and all of that, but I'm not sure if this generation even knows who he is, but he's paid his dues. Mm. That we know. Yeah. And he shouldn't be in prison in the first place. Asada Shakur should not be a hiding out in Cuba all of the time. Let it go. And so when one president does that, that's going to be a big move. It says, will you critique a documentary called The Venus Project on YouTube? Would enjoy hearing your thoughts on a resource-based economy. I didn't check it. I haven't checked it. That sounds so, good, though. Uh, you know, I, I'll give it a, a shot when I have some time. So, Kwame Kilpatrick, I thought he, he should have got off. Because, listen, when you play this game of politics, he just got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. But they all play that game. Yeah. And they just probably wanted to get rid of him for some reason. And, you know, he had to pay the price for it. Um, somebody said that, why would a judge retire before a high profile case? What, what judge are you talking about? Who retired? Is that the Nipsey Hussle judge? I don't know. Who retired? That'd be crazy. Cause when we spoke about Nipsey on Thursday, the next day in the newspaper, I saw, uh, something in, in, in reference to the trial and it could have been that, that the judge was stepping down. I don't remember. Um, somebody said, if you can smell a fart through your mask, how can you stop the COVID? Great question. <laughs> and the fart had to travel through somebody's ass, cheeks, 
underwear, shorts, pants. I think you asked that question your like early. Face mask. Yeah. I think yeah. you asked that question like yeah. early, early during this whole thing. I did. Yeah. That what about women's sports? Is it dead now? Well, when me and Eli did the research and saw that the NBA makes nine billion dollars a year and the WNBA makes sixty million dollars a year, I was trying to figure out what the fuck were they arguing about. Like all these women, I mean, if this is a money based business, y'all yeah. making sixty million, of course y'all need to put two and three y'all in the room at a time. We trying to grow that business to where, you know, because just look at nine billion to sixty million, it ain't even close. Yeah. It ain't even close. So women's sports overall, um, there's always a place for uh women's activities and things of that nature. So I don't know about professional sports because mm. I when I look in the crowd, I don't see nobody. I don't see no dudes watching no WNBA except when they want to try to be like, oh, we support y'all. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that girl run track in that 400 times 400 meter run? Four by four. Four by four. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Malcolm. <laughs> and she was so far behind this race. Black girl. Yeah. And she grabbed that baton. Yo, yo, listen, track. Yo, Bro. Yo, listen. Yo, John Wayne, thank you. It's. Dimitri from Mount. Oh, okay. Oh, it was good. Keep doing your thing, bro. I didn't know Black Dot was your pops. Hey, it was good, bro. But it all makes sense now. <laughs> all right. See? Appreciate you. It was good. Definitely appreciate you, King. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Now you know why he ain't got too tight. This is true. This is true. Apple don't fall too far from the train. This is true. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah, yo, track runners is no joke, bro. Yo, she, these other chicks wasn't even in the camera yeah when she started running yeah and then when she passed one i said okay i didn't know she had to go back around and pass another chick yeah i saw y'all know who i'm talking about that sister boy uh, when i was in high school i saw a chick run olympic speed like she was running the 800 that's um that's two times around uh, like the entire track and she was running like, olympic speed like yeah she was in yeah. high school it was yeah I give it i've up. seen some amazing stuff on that track man yeah, uh, the the uh, lottery is a billy, right? Yeah, I got my shit in. Somebody said, "Do you think uh, America will be better with Biden?" Absolutely not. I think Americans are about to take a beating this next four years. Not only that, um, our uh, again, our presence, our plight here really has nothing to do with who's the president of the corporation of America. It really has nothing to do with that. So that's why I'm I'm neither affected either way. We talk about it, you yeah. know, to kind of bring people abreast. But my life hasn't changed since Clinton, Bush, Obama. Oh, wow. Did you? Obama, there's, no, there's, there's, an, um, there's a documentary on Netflix called Crack, and it talks about the effects of crack on the black community. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And you never, every time you hear a rapper talk about their upcoming, anytime you hear about anybody black talk about their upcoming, they talk about their neighborhood once crack hit it. It's always so crazy, and they talk about like they interviewed some drug users, some former crackheads, some former crack dealers. It was, it was. I thought it was really good. No, no, that's that's worth revisiting now because we're about to enter the new crack era where dudes is you know back glorifying you know those times. But it wasn't just crack; it was heroin before that. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it it plagued the community the same way. It's just that heroin was such a long drawn out. Effect like once you got high on heroin, you could be high all day mm. off that one fix where crack came in and it was every 15 20 minutes, so it really upped the game. And, on it, how and it fully it fully explained 
how the government funded that as well. Yes. Oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, so I definitely need to watch yeah, that. It does because I didn't. I used to hear about it, and when I was when it was taught to me in school, it wasn't really taught to me in school. Right. Right. I just knew that they had a, a hand in it, but it showed where money was leaving, where guns were leaving, where drugs were leaving. Like Absolutely. it showed on the Absolutely. map. Absolutely. So I thought it was really good. Absolutely. And we fall victim to it. And you know, and it's a real weird dynamic in urban culture, Dakota. I explain how plug plug the earth the, the the user and the dealer are in the same community. Yes. While one is raising himself up, yeah, he tearing everything else around him down. It's yeah. a really weird dynamic when you when you talk about crack dealing and being proud of crack dealing. Mm. See, you know, I, I don't want y'all to misconstrue what I'm saying. Back in the days, you was never proud about what you did. You did what you had to do. Hip-hop has afforded the opportunity for you to brag mm. about killing your own people, and we have normalized it to the point where nobody checked nobody on that. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. You sold how much crack to the community? And when you know what crack did in every aspect. To every community, to too. Every like every community. Yeah. And I didn't know more white people did crack than black people. Oh, well, son, it's more white people on welfare than yeah. black people. Yeah, I didn't know that it's either. More white, yeah, bro. But they don't feed that to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the, the, we got to really begin to change our mindset on how the things that we promote and the things we poke our chest out about. Yeah, yeah I sell crack. I kill your mother, your mother, your mother, and one of these so-called famous drug dealers, I'm not going to mention his name, even so cracked to his own moms. So you got to understand who does that? Mm -hmm. Who the fuck see their mom coming and sell their moms mm. some crack? Yeah, they talked about that too. Yes, so this is weird. And then you had the ones who were complicit, the mothers who benefited Knowing their sons was out there selling crack to the mm -hmm. community because she got a new TV, mm -hmm. a new couch, and this and that. It, it, this is, listen, man, we, we still haven't recovered. We still have not fully recovered from that. Yeah. No, it's, it's deep. Any questions? Um, if Dr. King and Malcolm X were not assassinated, are black people in a better position today? I think so. No. You don't think so? No. Oh, okay. Uh, that, uh, it was referring to the Nip Nipsey Hussle case. Thank oh, you. Oh, the judge, okay. The judge. If they was around today, so if, first of all, they would be old. Very. Very old, so, and they would be cut from a different cloth than what's going on today. We don't need symbolic heroes. No, well, so you, you're thinking about it as if... You t you're thinking about it as if the time they were alive to 2021. What about the time in between? Like, is there, would there have been no, because the something government, that happened? No, because the government would make sure that they neutralized mm, okay. them to the best of their ability. Okay. I told you it's I plus C mm -hmm. equals T. Intention plus capability equals the threat. Okay. Black Dot wants to change the world. That's my intention. Mm hmm my capability, I got a little show. <laughs> and then popping threat zero. Right. Donald Trump intends to add patriotism back to America and stir this bitch up. What are his capabilities? $70 million still in his account. 70 million people voted for him. This thing is a threat. So the T on that is high, eight, nine. That's a threat. We, we got to do something about that. Mm. So it's always a formula laid out, you know, Steve Coakley taught us, and how they determine 
And if you in their pocket, let's say you a rapper, but you you got corporate sponsors, you, you're not a threat. They don't yeah, worry about you. Yeah, you can talk all that military shit you want. If they cutting the checks, then there's no threat there. You know? Somebody said, tell DJ Spinderella to invest in audios for her shows. Facts. Whoa. Oh, that's a good point. That would be a good point. That's a good point. We're going to get this audios thing up and running and popping dot. Did you see where the news Max reported that Biden said the federal government will pay for the sense of slavery and Brax should have advantage over others? I hadn't seen that. No. I didn't see that. And if he's not talking reparations, full-fledged reparations, I ain't trying to hear. Yeah, I ain't seen that. What happened to Q9? What happened to Q9? Uh, Q9, uh, Q and Anon, which is two different things. Uh, Q and Anonymous. Yeah. Um, we they, say Q9. Uh, they left. Yeah, they, they went back into their hole. They packed up. Yeah. They said uh, the gig is up. But I'm still hearing rumblings of some things coming. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see, man. I mean, you know. Karma's getting former uh, Malcolm. Uh, what? Or who? Uh, plus Trump knows both sides of the political parties, of course. I want to invest in audios. Me too. Yeah. Um. I think the link is in the description. Yeah, put well, it's in the it'll be in the description. In the it'll be in the description. Find out how you can get involved because I too want to uh make an investment. Yeah, mm hmm. Nelly Fuller Jr. speaks about this all the time. Black that he says the reason why he's been allowed to stay around is because he's relatively ineffective. Deep point, very deep point, you know, very deep points. Somebody, somebody said, um, wait, somebody said, somebody said, yeah, all conspiracies be wrong sometimes. That's facts. All conspiracies be wrong sometimes. That statement is crazy. Yeah. Somebody said, if Noble at five years old told you he was a girl, are you going to, like, absolutely not. I'm not even going to. We're not even going to entertain I'm not even that. Gonna entertain. <laughs> like, We're not even going to entertain. What do you mean? Me, First of all, you have to know what the reference point for a girl yeah, is. Absolutely not. So where the hell would he even pick up a reference point to know that he's other than himself? That's how you know that shit is a ruse. Yeah. How do you, how are you going to tell me you feel like a girl? That means you have to have known what it is to feel like a girl, which is biologically goddamn impossible. Yeah. Now. Are you saying that he goes to school and somebody's throwing this bullshit in his head about he could be anybody he wants and if he feel like he a girl, that's different because that is an external influence yeah. that came in about somebody and so forth and so on with which we can easily quell. He can quell because he's going to see mommy and daddy together operating as one, one in the masculine principle, one in the female and the feminine principle showing him straight up what it is to be out. And then he going to get into his, you know, his sports and all the masculine things he do. That's it. And me and his mama are on the same page. On the same page with that. We, we do not play. Don't, don't play with that. Mm -hmm. So um, that makes it even better. So no, 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 that ain't, that ain't happen. Most of that stuff is picked up externally. Uh, you know, you go to school and now your kids go to school. They, other kids got two dads to pick them up, two moms. So your conversation obviously has to change yeah. because the world around us is different. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, but nah. And if you're feeding him right, you know, uh, the foods, fresh water and stuff like that, he should have no chemical imbalances uh, out of pocket. But with that being said, if he insists that he just wants to be a weirdo, then, you know, what the fuck do you do after 10 years of trying to get him not to be a weirdo? True. 
you know. I don't want to think about that. Nah, don't even think about that crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah. None of that crazy So, um, somebody, somebody asked a question because apparently there was a discussion online about uh, Latinos' role in hip-hop, early hip-hop, and Caribbean's roles in early hip-hop. Right. I mean, I saw Tariq Nasheed asking, was Puerto Ricans involved with hip-hop? And the answer is yes. Hmm. Yes, undoubtedly yes. From the very, very... Remember, if you're talking the South Bronx, if we're talking... Now... Let, let me preface this by saying hip-hop has no birth date, right? So if we're talking about the, the spirit of the drum, the spirit of the dozens, uh, uh, you know, uh, art, all of that stuff is ancient. So probably, no, they had nothing to do with that aspect. I'm only talking about from 1973, the current paradigm to the present day. They were there from the beginning. They, most of them played a role in the graffiti and in the breakdancing, but we had... DJ Charlie Chase, DJ Wiz. These are some Spanish DJs. Ruby D, uh, uh, Prince Whipper Whip is Spanish. Uh, uh, DLB, no, uh, uh, Peso from mm. the Fearless Four. The list goes on of DJs who were there from the beginning. And those are all because people just asked you to name them and you already just named some people. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah. So, so those were people who were there from the beginning and we can't deny that even my DJ... Lou Breakbeat Florence. Mm. He did all of the ultimate breaks and beats, which made a lot of these dudes rich. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't know how to dig in the crates. And he compiled that. He's been my DJ since 1982. All right? So process that. And he was the DJ before that. You see what I'm saying? So when we start talking about early presence in hip-hop, Dr. Dre used the breakbeats, Tyreek. You know what I mean? So uh, that's how him and Eazy-E met. From what I understand in the record store looking over breakbeats. So there's always been a presence. And then it just became, they became their own tribe. Mm -hmm. So when it came down to the b-boying and boogieing, that seems to be where their DNA resonated mm -hmm. the most. Mm -hmm. uh, or with the graph writers, we became the MCs and, and most of the DJs, but it was really all all one thing. So for as far as I can remember, and I've been in hip hop since 77. So because people like to um fragment the history on Founders and everybody else when there are so many different components that right. added to hip-hop. And somebody said, well, it didn't, it, it didn't just happen in the Bronx. No, it, it originated in the Bronx with DJ Cool Herc. I don't think there's any refuting that, all right? And it spread fast to many different places. Also, while hip-hop was coming up, salsa was coming mm -hmm. up. So a lot of the Spanish brothers were, were creating the salsa scene, but the ones who wasn't with the salsa, they immediately resonated to hip-hop. So yeah, the Boogie Down Bronx, if anybody tell you anything else other than Cool Herc, then they need to get their history in order. All right? And this is from the author of Hip Hop Dakota. Yes. Put respect on this. Yes. He was saying who was a creator akin to a Grandmaster Kaz. Well, in Crack Kaz's group, the Cold Crush Brothers, was DJ Charlie Chase, is what I'm telling you. He was one of the first Spanish DJs we gave. They were in the same crew. And speaking of Grandmaster Kaz, his first DJ, even before Charlie Chase, was a DJ named Wiz. I speak about him in my book. He was Spanish. So when we start speaking about Kaz and the contribution, uh, you know what I mean? And then I remember Kaz made some um, a couple of controversial statements about the Spanish people's contributions to hip-hop. I think it may have been taken out of context 
But as far as I remember, but remember, I'm not a historian, I'm a mystorian. So I dealt more with the mysteries of hip-hop. The history comes from those who were in the trenches, right? I told you, I showed up in 77. Uh, this had been going on, and I was only nine years old at the time. This had been going on by the older guys on the block since at least 73. And according to Almighty KG of the Cold Crush Brothers, it goes back even further than that to... um. 1971, where you know, so so they were contributions. That's yes, what yes, plenty of contributions. Saying not the founders, yes. but he's saying contributions. Smokey and the Lockatrons in 1971, who Grandmaster Flash used to carry their records. Mm. That's how far back this thing goes. So and then when and, and I'm gonna say this, they can't all get together and and, and agree on the history either. They all get together, and it's always somebody who feel, oh, well, well, my contribution was I saw Grandma's Flash this video for her. I was like, whoa, yes, whoa. Yes, You see what I'm saying? What's so, happening? Right. So they can't even agree on themselves uh, what needs to be done. Because I remember me, I sat with Karis one, and he was saying he was trying to create this uh, uh, um, curriculum? A curriculum yes. by which every college would follow this particular curriculum because you got a lot of college professors who ain't never been to a jam in the park, mm. don't know what it's like to dig in the crates, steal electricity from the light pole, none of that kind of stuff, and yet they're teaching these courses because hip-hop is, 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 is worth mm. being taught now, but they never experienced none of it. A lot of them be stealing. I, I did a lecture, and it was three professors there as I was doing the lecture. Mm. Black guys, you know, well put together, mm. and they were taking a lot of notes. Mm. So what Karis wanted to say, listen, if anybody, we should be the ones that teach this, but they can't all get together to agree because it has to be one agreed upon history. Right. You came, you did that. You came, you did that. And if they can't do that, then it's Well, it's, it's because like people uh, like when there's so many different people uh, with something as big as hip hop, like they have their perspective on a lot. And when you when you revisit a lot of that stuff, you change up some details. Of course. You, listen, it's, it's lie, I went bro. to see the park recently. And now, as a kid, when I was nine years old, this park was humongous. And it's tiny. And it's tiny now. Yeah. And Herc was nine feet tall to yeah, me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cool Herc, Herc. And you see him, you know, stand behind the turntables. This nigga looked like the Predator. <laughs> he had his dreads and shit. And was the biggest dude I ever saw. Yeah. Right? Now, I stand next to Herc. He's still a little big, but I'm like, you see, so, so your perspective mm -hmm. changes as you get older and some of the history is revisited, and it is, uh, you know, what it is. Right. You know what I mean? So I understood what Ty Tyreek was saying, but I wanted to clarify some things for him. So, yes, of, of, of Grandmaster Kaz, uh, right off his tree mm -hmm. is a couple of Spanish individuals who've made contributions right. to the culture. So somebody wanted to know, can they purchase the recording of you and Professor Griff's Lecture. Uh, I guess you gotta holler at Griff. Okay. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Uh, we, me and Griff, for the people who were there, we're doing a free lecture for them. Mm -hmm. A free, because we wanted more questions and answers. So if we got your email, excuse me, and you paid, we're gonna do a, another piece for them. Um, so, you know, we'll see where it goes. Okay. Um, somebody said, y'all heard about the Chinese president talking slick? about having another war uh, with America, would it be bad for us? Uh, that would be bad, period. Yeah. Anytime we're talking about another superpower, yeah. 
in that sense, that means it's going to be a lot of collateral damage and you're going to be the one fighting that war. You know what I mean? Or our young people are going to be the ones put on that front line and fighting that war. So that's not going to be good. Somebody said, do you think uh, Harry Tubman on the money is a constant reminder of slavery? That's a good question. That's a great question. That is a great question. I don't. I never saw it that way. Well, I see it... <clears throat> I see it as just as a pacifier for black people. Just give us crumbs of something because, like, what is what is that really? It, it has no value. Like, what does it really say? And it ain't even backed by twenty dollars worth of gold. So I don't know what it symbolizes when we're moving past digital. Yeah. We're moving past paper currency to a digital world now. Now put our name on a Bitcoin. That might work. The the Harriet Tubman <laughs> coin, yeah. coin or yeah. something, and we can trade that shit or something. And somebody also also asked something a few minutes ago. And no reparations, facts. That's they they were they're definitely not giving reparations. Yeah, they ain't giving no damn reparations. Somebody said, would would, would our grandparents be arguing over who started doo wop and jazz? No, I mean because. But then again, rock and roll started by us, and we don't get the credit for that anymore. It's true too. So you know, we we're in a different day. Well, and time. Is, is that because hip hop's? DNA is about like machismo. Is it? It has a lot to do, and it comes straight out of the urban environment, uh, out the dirt. Yeah. And I just connected the dots to make sure, pun intended, that the ancestral aspect of hip hop was never lost. So I'm the one who made sure that we spoke about the MC being the griot and the dancer being the sacred dancer from back in the days and uh, uh, the drummer being the DJ. And the grapher being the one who put up hieroglyphs, you know what I'm saying? And earth, air, fire, and water, and moving into an alchemical process. I did that so that the culture can continue to expand and move on. But, you know, it's neither here or there. Yes. Yep, I'm answering questions. What else we got, guys? Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali created hip-hop. Sure, he rhymed. But see, hip-hop is not rhyming. So what the last poets did was not hip-hop per se. It was a component. Hip-hop is all of the elements. It's a culture. It's a way of life that says the drama, the dancer. We recognize and appreciate because DJ has been around forever. Cool Herc wasn't the first DJ. Give me a break. DJ has been around forever. But he was the first one to play breakbeats. Look into the history of the breakbeat, the get-down part of the record. He was one of the first ones to play that continuously with two sets of turntables and trying to continue that beat because he noticed when he put on the beat section or the breakbeat, dudes in the crowd and girls were going crazy, and it was Flash who recognized, wait a minute, I need to be able to listen to this turntable while that turntable was playing because what Herc was doing had no rhythm, so it's boo, 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 and he would just go boo, doo, so it would fall off beat. So if you dancing, well, black people could never be off beat, but you know what I mean. But it was Flash, the engineer in him, who said, wait a minute, wait a minute, if I can hear this turntable while that turntable is playing, now I can cue it up so now we knock off beat. So it's boo, and then as we know as Grand Wizard Theodore who was 14 and 15 understudying with Flash is in his house holding and scratching a record and his mom's walks in and he's and now we got scratching and it was Africa Bambata who understood okay this breakbeat thing is a phenomenon 
Now let me go collect as many breakbeats as I can, right? And cover up the labels so that you had to do your own research. Mm. That was big back then. Mm. You didn't know you heard the beat, but you never know mm. who it came from. And the, what Bam would do, he would play outside of his window and the B-Boys would be downstairs with the cardboard and the ones who really went wild off certain beats, he knew, ah, when I play this at the jam, it's a rap. And so Cool Herc was massive for his system. Mm. You can hear his system eight blocks away. No, no, no exaggeration. Bam was the master of records and Flash was the master of showmanship. He started scratching with his ass. He had a beatbox. Back mm. then, flashes on the beatbox going. You see what I'm saying? So these are the different components which led to what hip hop had become. So that's some some early history. All right. Uh, I want to shout out. Uh, well, let me get them uh, before I do that. Let me take one more question. Malcolm looking like. The fuck is you talking about? Nah, listen, I learn here <laughs> all the time. time. You know what I'm saying? In so. real time. Uh, I want to shout out King Simon. Uh, King Simon has a new book out. Numerovation. Numerovation is the name of the book. You can go to kingsimon.com and pick that up. And let me, uh, it's uh, for mental, numerovation for mental stability. The numerational guide to recognizing mental instability and staying motivated by King Simon. Go to kingsimon.com. You can pick that up. I picked up the last hard copy book. So um, you still can get soft copies mm. of, of King Simon's uh, new body of work. Because, you know, we try to show love up here when we can. And I'm proud of the God. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Putting something out in the universe. So if you're into the numbers... As we all are, dope. Then I want you to rock with King Simon. Um, some Rob Leo said Andrew Jackson is and has been a reminder of genocide. So pick your position. There are a lot of people who don't know anything about Andrew Jackson. So I don't know if it's a reminder of genocide. Maybe subconsciously to the people who know, but if because Andrew Jackson is going to be is still going to be on that um I think on the other side of the twenty dollar bill. So if anything is more of a smack in the face, to yes, even put her, even, yes, to even put her on the twenty dollar bill, I don't see it as a good thing at all. Yes, yes, that's a good point by Nasif. That's what I was saying. Grandmaster Cass said they did not have a part in creating it, and other Ricans used to get into get at Chase because he hung out with niggas. True, but I'm but that that's doesn't negate the fact that Chase was there, and Chase was a main component. If the Cold Crush is the greatest hip-hop group of all time, in terms of they're like the Beatles, while they didn't sell records and all of that, there is no Run DMC, there's none of that without the Cold Crush. Sitting back there on the ones and twos is DJ Charlie Chase. So I'm not going to get in it with Kaz, because that's like me arguing with one of the gods. I'm not going to do that. But I remember, uh, you know what I'm saying, Prince Whipper Whip, mm -hmm. being in the Fantastic yeah. Five, I remember um, Peso from... Uh, and real quick... I'm not even sure Peso was. Tariq is from Michigan. He lives in the West Coast. The Bronx, or South Bronx specifically, if you understood... Yeah, totally the, different dynamic. That, the dynamic between black people, Puerto Ricans, and Dominicans is really... It was really yeah. one thing, especially yeah. Puerto Rican people. Yeah. We really didn't have... Like on the West Coast, they separate. Yeah. We, we, we didn't have that yeah. in the 70s. In the Bronx, it just was. It, it was what it was. Even if you look up gangs in the Bronx, it was a lot of mixing. It's yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, 
So I'm just saying from a technical standpoint. Now, of course, you know, our brothers. Yeah, that's the picture right there. That's Charlie, Charlie Chase in front. Somebody said, uh, Malcolm, do you recognize the value of having a hip-hop dad as a son of an immigrant? Uh, I can't even imagine my pops being a, a part of that history. Definitely. Um, when I talk to my friends about certain... Uh, you, I don't know if you remember when the wave of new rappers was to say uh, Biggie was trash and Tupac was trash and things like that. And then the excuse was, well, I never listened to them. I'm like, how the hell didn't you listen to these people and all these old school rappers? And then my friend had to say, well, look who your pops is, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's true. True, it's true, true. And, you know, I, I have always had a passion for it and lived it. But, again, um, I'm pretty sure. And then it's my man MCT and T. From the BX, shout out TNT. He been rhyming in Spanish. He was the first dude I know to rhyme in Spanish since the mm, 80s and mm. shit. You know what I'm saying? So the contributions were there. Any other questions? Any other questions? Since we've been, we've been spoiling y'all with that's a fact, two bro. hour shows. Yeah, now. That's a fact. I heard there's a super COVID coming. I did see that. Oh, get these likes up too, man. There's 2,000 people in the chat. Yeah, 2,000 people. Can we get at least a, Please. a rack of likes? Please. A rack of likes, baby. A rack of likes. Yeah, so they got a super COVID coming. It's already here. From Brazil or somewhere? Yes? Uh, from, from the UK. From the UK? Yes. And see, once you have an invisible enemy, all bets is off. Cause they could turn that shit up, turn yeah. it down. Yeah. It's getting bad out here. This yeah. this new strain, because they got to get more more people to take the uh, vaccine. Right. Mm. More people are going, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So with the new strain, it's going to have people who are on the fence, Right. It's gonna have people who are on the fence take take the vaccine. Yo, and then they're gonna come out with a super duper vac uh, uh, virus. It's crazy. Yo, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. From what I'm seeing in this chat, and what we're saying, you guys are missing the entire point about about this whole uh, Puerto Ricans and hip hop thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So somebody said, "Who are the Puerto Rican creators?" Which we acknowledge. Three people just now. He just acknowledged, he gave a whole breakdown on what it was, who started what, who was known for what. All he did was name people who contributed. Right. I don't know what the hell is happening with how we look at other people who are other than black. I get it. I totally get it. When it comes to wanting to stand in your history and wanting to, I totally get it. But y'all are... Y'all, y'all miss y'all, y'all, y'all acting like missing, goofies. Yeah, y'all are really acting like y'all goofies. Acting like goofies and, and, you know what yeah, saying? I saw some of the comments and like, you know, what did they do? And and, and like I <laughs> and and Puerto Ricans are better. Y'all think they're better. Real, like, like, calm down, calm yeah, down. Yeah, like, calm yeah. Down. I'm simply just answering the question that I know to be a fact. We just put up a picture of the Cold Crush Brothers, and the first thought you saw was Charlie Chase. And he didn't say he was created, did he? No, I just said his contributions yeah. to early hip hop because they all were participating in the same process at the time. Right? That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Crazy, bro. Yeah, it's going to be time to say bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> piss me off. Hold on, I'm looking for one question. One question, people. Rick Drew in the chat? Shout out to Rick Drew. Yeah, oh, Rick Drew is in the chat. That's like when we say Jamaicans. Uh, had, had a contribution to hip-hop. And they are getting pissed off. Like, no, we started it. No, Herc came. He brought the chanting style with the two turntables as a chanting style. And Flash and Bam, they all of Jamaican descent. 
but the records they were playing and the actual uh, spirit of spoken word and the sacred drum, that's forever, right? So it, it's, it's, it's a really slippery stroke when we start saying that. Yeah. Buster said that shit a couple of weeks ago, you know. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm going to listen to Def Rock. I'm going to listen to Pharrell March's new album over uh, this week for sure. I, I popped in the beginning, but I wanted to get into my zone and check it out. Sound like you got a live band playing uh, on that joint. Really sounds dope. I love the artwork on the cover. Oh, nice. Somebody said, I just inv invested in audio. Nice. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Nice. Uh, with that being said, guys. Yeah. Uh, we are out of here. Yes, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining us. Like, share, and subscribe. Um, don't forget to uh, visit shopurbanx.com. We almost like, had a rack. We almost... like anything we're wearing. Yep. Tell a friend, tell a friend, share this. You know, um, and with that being said, guys, peace. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son. And now he's serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been weeping what he showed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Toast to doing more this spring. Actually, let's make two. Introducing two delicious new toasts from Dunkin'. Hummus and roasted tomato and avocado and roasted tomato. Spring it on with creamy hummus or savory avocado spread on sourdough bread topped with slow roasted, perfectly seasoned, vine ripe tomatoes. Actually, let's make a third toast to the two toasts I was just talking about. Here's to you two. Tasty tomato top toasts. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer.